what is up beautiful people welcome back to the sex mechanic podcast i am your host the sex mechanic aka jensen benoit aka confident creator aka mr born to explore aka i did it my way and today we're talking about what women really want in a partner this is a really good topic um it actually came from a conversation i was having with some of my homies and and we had some differing opinions on what it is women actually desire in a partner so i figured it would make a great topic unfortunately i can't have them on but you know i'll just have to talk about their points or whatever i guess in the meantime but uh don't want to forget this podcast is a podcast about dating sex and situationships and my experiences around those topics. Sometimes we talk about all of them. Sometimes we talk about one or two, but we typically get into that from some angle or form. So just a heads up. All right, let me adjust this correctly because that's a little bit better. All right. So what women really want in a partner? This is a question that people have asked for so long Men and women have both asked this question. And as time has changed and as, you know, things have changed in terms of our world and, and what what's necessary and what's needed, that question has had different answers. For example, back, 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 back in the day, you know, before we were even in ho- in houses, like in inside of structures, it was probably more important for a partner to be able to hunt and bring back some type of, you know, food or provisions for the, for the family. And nowadays that's not as important because ain't nobody out here hunting like that, unless you're doing it for uh, leisure or, um, you know, for recreation. There are some people still hunting, you know, to eat, but that's not their only option. Back then that was the only option for a lot of people. So nowadays you you have more flexibility in terms of what you can bring to the table and women also realize that you know they can be more flexible in what they require from their partners. So that's kind of a cool thing. So for one there is no right answer uh no right or wrong answer about this whole thing. It's it's more about it's more about knowing what the options are. And of course, these are not, you know, studied and surveyed facts. These are strictly my experiences with women I've come across and women I've I've spoken to about this type of thing. So keep that in mind as well, that there is no right or wrong answer to this. It's more of it's more of a kind of a, a guideline, a general you know, outline of, of what you can expect if you're somebody who dates women or wants to date women or, you know, wants to have a, a woman as a partner, you know, so just keep these things in mind. All right. All right. So let's start with some, I want to start with, <laughs> I want to start with the arguments that my homeboys had when I was talking to them. So they argued with me that, and of course, don't forget to leave comments in the comment section below. I love comments and I love answering comments as well. Don't forget to share, 
like, subscribe, all of that stuff helps the channel. And uh, as you can tell on the bottom of the screen, first of all, we're using StreamYard for the first time. So uh, this is my first run in with StreamYard. And so far, I like it. I like the options that it gives and kind of the uh, the way that it allows you to have a more dynamic channel instead of just, you know, me talking to you and and that's all you get. So I really do like this format. But I want to ask you, the audience, I want to know from you if you prefer the live setup for the uh, podcast or if you prefer something that's pre-recorded. So let me know what you think about that. I love the idea of a live because, for one, it's a lot less editing, so I can get the content out to you guys a lot quicker and a lot more efficiently. But also, maybe the best part is that you guys are able to comment. I mean, people are able to comment right now as we're on the live and I can see the comments and I can answer them. And you guys, you all can help drive the conversation, which is really important. So sometimes I might be saying something that you don't resonate with and, you know, you might give a different opinion. And I'd like to know that because we can start a conversation about that possibly. So, you know, just keep that in mind and keep those comments coming. All right. I hear somebody saying they like the live better. Thank you for that, cuz. I appreciate that. It's my awesome cousin tuning in. Okay. So that's one person that says they like the live, all right? I will keep that in mind. Now, work with me. I'm I'm multitasking right now. I'm working the uh the comments, I'm working the banners, I'm doing all of this, but it's not too bad. I like the ease of this whole thing. All right. So, here's what we have now. Let's start with the arguments from you know, kind of the other side, the people I was talking to. They argued that what women desire are or in a partner is for and we're going to speak again in terms of uh heterosexual relationships i know i usually take that angle and that's because that's my experience is you know with the heterosexual side of of relationships but everyone is welcome and if this can apply to your situation no matter what kind of uh what kind of situation or relationship you're in please take what you can and, and and apply it to your situation. But I can only speak from where I come from. So don't take it personal, all right? All right, so for one, they said that the man would have to be rich, all right? Be wealthy. Now, rich and wealthy are different things, but have, you know, a lot a lot of money. Not be middle class necessarily, but be on the higher end of income. And he would have to have a big dig. Okay, those are the two requirements. <laughs> so I laugh about it because when they when when they said it, it was funny to me because I was I was kind of asking my homeboy like, you don't really believe that, do you? Like, you don't think those are the the two biggest the biggest uh requirements for what a woman's looking for, do you? And he was adamant. He was like, "No, nah, that's that's kind of what it is. That's what I think it is." And that was really 
interesting to me. Uh, some other misconceptions that other people might have are that a woman's looking for someone who's going to support her lifestyle financially and kind of meaning like, you know, wants to be pampered or spoiled, but, you know, financially spoiled and pampered and spent loads and loads of money on. And that she would be looking for someone who's really good looking, like extremely good looking or fine. Now, come on, let's be real. Who doesn't want somebody who looks good? That's, I mean, that's kind of a given in terms of what anyone would desire or what most people would desire. But at the same time, saying that that's a requirement is kind of a long shot. So I'm going to kind of dispel all of these misconceptions. And if somebody disagrees, I would love to hear from you in the comment section so we could uh, address that immediately. Okay. Because I think that would be cool. But all right. So the uh, the good looking or fine thing. Attraction is attraction. So most people, men or women, would like to be with someone who they're attracted to. That's kind of a given. And a lot of people like the idea of being with someone who is attractive, not only to them, but to other people as well, for whatever reason. But that's not something that's uncommon or only specific to what women are looking for. So that's why I want to clear that up. As men, we love to have, you know, attractive women on our arms. So that's not something that's just specific to women. All right. I agree. Definitely must. I'm going to read one of these comments to you. I'll just show it. Definitely must feel some sort of attraction to the person. Absolutely. I mean, you're not going to get into something and not have any level of attraction with the person. That's even if it's mild, mild attraction, it's still there. So, yeah. All right. And she also said others don't have to be attracted to him. I understand that. But some people actually look for that. You know, some people some people feel like them just being attracted to the person is not good enough. And that's kind of maybe an ego thing. I don't know, but there's some level of pride in knowing that you're with somebody who everyone else wants as well, or a lot of other people want. So maybe that's more of a, of a guy thing. I don't know. Okay. So the next part is, oh, we got some more comments coming in. The penis size has to suit me, my frame. That makes sense. That comes from, so that's that's an interesting uh, topic right there. So the, the big dick thing, we, we talked about it a little bit last week, but there's this idea, especially with, uh, I don't know if you guys saw, but Young Miami came out. Young Miami is an artist uh, uh, who's uh, an artist on, an artist from the group, the City Girls. And she made a comment saying that if, if a dude doesn't have a big dick, then she'll cheat on him. Look, if that's the case, and there was a lot of people mad about that. If that's the case, that's cool. Just let me know up front. Like, let me know if I fit the size requirement or not. And if not, <laughs> I can move on. Like, we don't have to keep this thing going. But everybody has their preference. But this idea that a big dick is kind of like the... the uh, 
the barrier to entry, you know, to get into a relationship with a woman who's going to be serious about you or who's going to ever love you. It's kind of ridiculous because every woman doesn't have the same size vagina either. So you can't just assume that your penis is going to fit everyone's vagina. The question was what women really want in a man. And that's my sister, y'all, Jennifer. Y'all check her out. Uh, the question is what women really want in a man. And I'm kind of dispelling some of the misconceptions speaking on the argument or the the side of the people that I was talking to about this conversation the other night and kind of coming from their point of view and, and where they were coming from. So, okay. So, yeah, the whole big dick thing, it's just got to fit right. And you got to do what you need to do with it. I'm not going to sit here and say that, you know, you can come in and not sexually satisfy your partner and expect that she's going to stick around. That's a totally different topic. Okay. But you can satisfy without having, you know, the biggest penis. It's definitely possible. <laughs> it's absolutely possible. It's more about, I'm not even going to go into the whole connection thing because a lot of people don't even believe that, but a connection does matter. But even aside from the connection part, it's understanding, you know, the, the human anatomy and especially the sexual anatomy. And if you understand that, then you can use whatever size you have and really be effective in terms of uh, providing pleasure to others. All right. So just keep that in mind. That's for a lot of dudes out there listening and maybe some women too, who have this idea that, uh, you know, the, the big penis is, is the only way that she can be satisfied. It's not true. You could be above average. You could be average, whatever. You could even be below average and still get the job done. You just have to know what you're coming in with and you got to know what you're doing. But that's definitely possible. All right. All right. And then the part about uh, the man being rich. So I made a post about this the other day. I don't have my phone. But the post basically said that. The post basically said that women are not after you for your money, especially if you have something deeper or of deeper substance to offer. And what that meant was that not that women don't care about money at all, because she definitely wants to feel secure and and she wants to know that you're stable as her partner. <laughs> but it's not the main thing. It's not the only thing. And you definitely don't have to be somebody who's you know, making six figures, because to be honest, that's not most people. Most people are, you know, middle class in terms of their income. And so if that's what someone was looking for, then it would be really tough to find that person. I know there's a lot that goes on on YouTube and other social media about, you know, women wanting men who earn in the six figures and this, that and the other. But to be honest, I mean, that helps. That's nice. But that's not, in my experiences, that's not a main criteria point in order for her to, you know, want to be with you. So get that out of your mind. I mean, you want to do well for yourself, not for anybody that you're with or going to be with. So keep that in mind that you're doing whatever you're doing for you, not for others. 
And then the other part about she wants someone to spoil her and support her, her financial or support her lifestyle financially and basically spend loads of money on her. Women in general do enjoy being pampered and being taken care of. And when I say being taken care of, that doesn't mean necessarily, that can mean different things. That can mean her bills being paid or it could mean, you know, her car getting washed every week or, you know, her being sent to, or you sending her to get her hair done frequently, whatever the case may be. But being taken care of is definitely something that most women enjoy. However, using money is not the only way to take care of a woman. And there's this idea that I don't know if it's, you know, a lot of times as guys, we just don't use our creativity enough, but women appreciate the gesture a lot of times just as much as they do you just handing them, you know, a bunch of dollars and and saying, go, go have fun, you know? And in some cases they appreciate the gesture more than just handing them the money because there's a lot of thought that goes into it or there's thought that goes behind that. And in general, women t- tend to really appreciate thoughtful gestures and gifts. So thinking that you need to just, you know, spend your whole paycheck on your on your on your woman, eh, that might not be the way to do it. You know, I mean, she'll I'm not going to say she won't enjoy it, but there are definitely other ways that you can kind of give that pampering or that spoiling effect to your partner. All right. So please. But again, I'm I'm talking like I'm talking to my guys because we had this discussion already, but it was really funny just going back and forth about that because they really felt that, you know, these were the criteria. But at the same time, I can't say that they're wrong because these may have been their experiences. And they told me that that's been their personal experiences. So that's unfortunate, but those aren't the only experiences out there. And I could say with very high confidence that those are not the only experiences that exist for everyone. So keep that in mind that you don't have to fall into this box of thinking that these are the things that women want or respect only. Okay. So let me give you the things that I've experienced and I've talked to women about, and they've kind of given me insight on. Hold on. Got to pause. I got to get some water real quick. Yes, sis. Everyone likes to feel cared for. That's true. So not just women. I get it. But in general, women like to be taken care of in a different way than maybe men do. You know, like maybe for a man uh, being taken care of is having. I'm giving an example, very general example, having dinner on the table when he gets home and having things prepared from a long day of work. And for a woman, it might be something different. It might be similar, but it might be something different. So everyone does like to be taken care of. So keep that 
as your leading thought in terms of why you're doing whatever you're doing. All right, you're trying to take care of this person. Hit first live. Oh, hi, first live. I'm sorry, I'm looking at this from afar, so I couldn't see that uh, that exclamation point. Hello, how are you? <laughs> but um, all right, so we're going to talk about some of the things that I think are most important based on my experiences with women, all right? So for one, it's security and stability. And to be honest, I think that might be the top one for a lot of women, but I have some women in the chat right now, so they could either, you know, yay or nay that 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 comment right there. But uh, that's what, in my experience, has been the most important or one of the most important pieces for women. Security slash stability. And that can be physical, emotional, or financial. So being financially stable doesn't mean you have to be rich. It just means that you're stable. You have a situation that's ongoing. You have a situation that you know, you get paid every so often, you take care of your bills on time, and uh, you have a place to, to live. You might have a vehicle, depending on where you live. You might not have a vehicle, but you have a way to get around. It's You're stable. You're in a situation where you have everything you need, and that person can see that you have everything you need. Now, the emotional stability part and security part is more like uh, someone who's able to be there to provide like a level of emotional support, someone who's not emotionally unavailable because that happens sometimes where a, a person's just not available emotionally. And when that does happen, it's hard to provide support to other, other people, you know, to somebody else. And in the physical, I actually, this was a funny conversation too because they didn't believe when I was saying that a woman in general prefers a man who can physically protect her as well. And that's a big thing, especially again, going back to the past, I think a lot of these things are innate in us because of how we started off as human beings on this earth. And back in the day, way, way back in the day, you know, uh, the male had to be able to protect the family from, you know, I don't know, a lion or something like that, like some some large animal <laughs> so that they don't get eaten. So and in, in, you know, Greek Roman times, the the warriors and the people who kind of fought in those arenas, like in the Colosseum and all that. I mean, the women loved them. And, you know, because it, it showed that they were strong and that they were able to protect and, and you know, do what they had to physically. So that's definitely something that plays a part. It's not everything because you have men who might not be physically strong or people who aren't that physically strong who are with, you know, lovely women. So it's not like a given, but it definitely helps. It doesn't hurt. A woman is not going to be mad if you're able to protect her physically in most cases. All right. So one of the things that I'm I'm going to read this out. One of the things that I'm finding I appreciate in my relationship is being with someone that desires to spend time with me just as much as I want to spend with them. 
spiritual, mental, and financial growth. I love it. I agree too. That is, that's maybe understated, you know, somebody that wants to be around you and wants to spend their time with you the same way you want to spend time with them. That's a big deal. And I'm, I'm right there with you. The thing is, you can have tons of money and be stingy or not have lots of money and be super generous and nurturing. So security and stability definitely doesn't just boil down to money. I, I'm, I agree. I totally agree. And in some cases, it may have nothing to do with money, to be honest, because that person might provide security and stability for, for you in other ways that, you know, have nothing to do with money. Protection is right. Couldn't marry the last one because I didn't believe he could protect. Hmm. So, excuse me. Hopefully, my homeboys are watching this. And if they're not, I'm definitely going to send this to them so they can see that women definitely want to feel protected. Okay. That doesn't mean that. And I want to make this clear too. You're talking to somebody who is not really a fighter. I mean, I'll fight if I have to, but. I have no experiences fighting people, so I can't say that I'm out here fighting and I'm a fighter. However, I am willing to protect the ones that I care about and the ones that I love if I have to. And um doesn't mean that you're going to go out there and be, you know, whooping everybody's ass or, you know, taking everybody down physically. You know, you might even lose some fights. That's whatever. But I think it's big for if you're with your woman, that your woman knows that you're not just going to let something happen to her. Yeah. Tell me if I'm wrong or not. Okay. That's, that's what it seems. (laughs) I see another. Yep. All right. I see laughing emojis. That's, that's my cousin. All right, cool. All right. So the other part of that that I think is important to women is uh, someone she can feel herself around. And this sounds kind of uh, this probably goes under the radar a lot. I mean, this is something that people don't even really think about. Someone she can feel or someone she feels she can be herself around. I don't understand how important that is. That's really important for anybody, honestly, not just women, but people. This is the reason why you're friends with the people you're friends with and you hang out with the people you hang out with. Because if you are around people that you're comfortable with and that you know you can be yourself around, you feel at ease. You just feel comfortable. And you don't get that with everybody. And if you're with somebody who you feel the opposite around or you get nothing close to that from, then that really does, that does take a toll because now you have to be someone different around this person that you, (laughs) that you're with, that you spend, you know, a lot of your time with and that you, you're intimate with and you're, you know, you share so many different things with, but yet you can't be your full self. It's, it makes a difference because if it's between that person and we'll say guy in this situation, if it's between that guy and a guy that she feels comfortable with and, you know, feels that there's a love there, even if this guy has money and has all that other stuff that we talked about, she's probably going to go with this guy. 
you know, because he can provide the things that this guy can't and the things that might be a little bit more important to her. I appreciate that. Thank you. It comes down to support. I'm with you on that too. Okay. I didn't even think that was a question. If you're referring to someone you can be yourself around, you'd be surprised how many people don't consider that as a thing. <clears throat> so many people feel like they have to hide parts of themselves to keep a relationship. Yeah, surprisingly, right? It sounds crazy. I mean, look, it sounds ridiculous to me too. Excuse the uh, background noise, but it sounds crazy to me too. But it's the truth that there are people that stick in a relationship, even though they know they can't be them, their full selves and they can't show themselves to be who they really are. But maybe they're getting something else out of it and they feel like it's worth it for them to hide themselves or just not be their full self. And that sucks, but it's the truth, you know? So the last part, which I think uh, women really want in a partner, is love and appreciation. And this is another one that, again, might seem like, duh, but you'd be surprised that there are people that don't necessarily put that at the forefront and don't think of that actively, like, you know, loving and appreciation. Love is the energy that a lot of people are familiar with. Most people are familiar with it in a conditional sense, but there's this energy of love and, and being in love with someone where it's very unconditional. And this person does something to you, you know, on a spiritual level and, and you feel something with this person on a spiritual level, on a much deeper level than just the physical attraction or, or even a mental connection. That part is super important. The appreciation is super important too, because if you're with someone and they don't know how much you appreciate them, that can become an issue down the line of the person just feeling like you don't either you don't see them fully or you don't give them the credit they deserve for certain things. Because at the end of the day, you're, you know, in a relationship, you're trying to be the best versions of yourself, right? But a lot of times you're not, <laughs> you know, and, and that could be just different situations that come up in life. You know, life happens and sometimes you come together and you're not in your best space. So to be with someone who you know will appreciate you through even that, or even those times when you're not at your best, you know, showing your best self and vice versa, that means something because that allows you to move forward and 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 be stronger later on. So love and appreciation is definitely a big, big one. But those are the three, honestly, that I feel are most important. And I didn't mention anything about physical attraction. I didn't mention anything about sexual abilities. You know, I didn't I didn't mention anything about, you know, being rich. 
I'm just saying, these are the experiences I've had. And I realized that talking to more people that my experiences with women do not match everyone's experiences with women, which to me, I thought, you know, we're all on the same page, but I hear so many men telling me how uh, the their experiences have been very different. You know, like they've been with women who have been, you know, after their money or they feel like they can't find a, a, a good woman or a decent woman. And I'm like, are you kidding me? <laughs> I mean, they are out here. They are all the way out here. And in some cases, um, you have to like kind of find like kind of uh, what's the word? You kind of have to sift through. There are so many options of good women out there in terms of when I say good, I mean quality women who are stable, who are supportive, who are loving and caring. And on top of that, who are good looking as well. So I I think it just comes down to energy, to be honest. To be totally honest, I think it comes down to the energy that you put out into the world and into the universe. So if you're putting out an energy, and this was also a conversation we had about someone that we know, and we were saying that if you lead with your wallet, for example, when you're trying to approach a woman or trying to get with a woman, if you lead with that, then you're going to attract women who are attracted to the wallet naturally. You know, I mean, that's kind of what's going to happen. But if you're leading with something different, if you're leading with another quality, you know, an actual quality, because having a lot of money is not a quality. That's, you know, that's an ability maybe or a skill, but it's not a quality. If you lead with a deeper, a deeper characteristic, then you'll attract people who are attracted to the deeper characteristic, not the wallet. So it all depends on what you're putting out there. And if you have this idea that you need to make a lot of money or you need to be this or you need to be that, and that's how you come across to the world, well, you're going to attract people who want that in return. All right, let's get back to some of these comments. They don't always realize that the consistent reference to their car assets lifestyle will attract a certain kind of woman. Exactly. Yeah. Absolutely. And there was another comment that said appreciation is important and ongoing, especially being together for a long time. Absolutely. And that's something I didn't really mention, but being in a long term situation, thank you for that. Being in a long term situation you can forget that sometimes, you know, the appreciation part, you don't forget the love, you know, that the person you're with loves you and that you love them. However, you can definitely appreciate, or you can definitely forget the appreciation side of that because, you know, you do something all the time for somebody and vice versa. And it comes, it becomes routine and normal. And maybe you start to feel like this is something you have to do, you know, or this is just what it is when in, when in reality, people still do things because they want to. So the appreciation should always be shown as much as you can remember to show it and in as many ways as you can think to show it, aside from just you know buying stuff. We got to be more creative about how we show appreciation and get beyond just you know 
spending money on things and that's that's it. Excuse me. Hello, burpy burp. All right. Let's see what other comments we have. Bingo. Oh, we read that one. Thank you. So my cuz asked, how are they approaching these women that they're attracting? That's that's a good question, you know? And that's kind of what I'm trying to uh, put out there right now is, you know, if you're approaching in a way that, so you, you have to know what kind of woman you're looking for, right? That's for one. The other part of it is what mindset are you going to going into it with, you know? So if you have the mindset that a woman wants your money more than anything, then if you want the woman, you're probably going to lead with your wallet. Or even if you don't lead with your wallet, if you have that in the back of your mind, you might not approach in a way that uh, gets you to the person that you really want to be with. But also, that's why it's important to know what kind of woman you want to begin with, you know, before you start approaching women, because you could approach many women and none of them be the type of woman that you're necessarily looking for. <laughs> yes, I burped. <laughs> and I said burpy burp. <laughs> That's my term. You can't take that. All right. I'm coining that. But um, yeah. Mindset is key. Good point, cuz I appreciate it. Thank you. But yeah, that's that's kind of what it all comes down to is women want different things depending on the woman you speak to or the women that you approach. However, all right, there are things that you can just kind of get out of your mind in terms of these points need to be there as hard and fast requirements for you to be able to talk to these women or to be able to approach women. I'm really big on being, being not being different, but being um, being the exception. But at the same time, you don't need to be the exception if you're just being yourself. And so if you're showing the best parts of you, whatever those are, it's it's hard for me to it's hard for me to accept that the best characteristic or the best quality of a person, even though it's not a real quality of a person, is the money that they have to spend on somebody else. If it is, then you know, by all means, you better have lots of it. Like if that's your best that you can come with, you better have millions, billions, you know, if, if you have no personality and a bunch of money, that bunch of money better go a long way because you're going to have to make up for all the stuff that you don't necessarily have in your arsenal of, of, uh, emotional or, or maybe other qualities that you can offer. So that's that. Hopefully you guys learned something from that. And if not, it's cool. <laughs> again these are my experiences and so if you can take something from it that'd be great though because i do think that some people have have it thought out a little bit different and that might affect their relationships that might be affecting their relationships to this day so maybe if you look at it in a different way then you can experience relationships in a different way 
but yeah, that's what we have. So I need to hear from more people too. Do you prefer live or do you prefer the pre-recorded episodes of the podcast? That way I will know which way to continue. I said earlier that I like the live because of how it allows me to interact with the audience. You great and awesome people who are in the audience watching live. And you all can also ask me questions and put comments and everything. And we can kind of have a discussion going back and forth during the live. But if you prefer the pre-recorded for whatever reason, maybe for production value, then you know that's fine too. But I want to hear from you and, and know which one you prefer. Is it live or is it pre-recorded episodes? Then after I get that response, I'll be on my way. Okay, I see another live. Cool, thank you. Let me get one mo. And as you all see, the road to 1,000 subscribers begins now, okay? 1,000 subscribers is what I need on YouTube in order to get monetized. So if you haven't subscribed already and this provides value or you feel like you enjoy this type of content, go ahead and subscribe, all right? Like the video, of course, share the video, comment on the video, and you know, let's get these, uh, these numbers up because I'm trying to quit my, my nine to five, if we're being honest, all right? I'm trying to build a life around good food, good sex, good travel, and financial independence. So if you all can help me do that by clicking that subscribe button, I'd appreciate it. <laughs> all right, so I see one person say recorded. So I have two for the live and one for recorded. If I get one more, then that will be the tipping point. I love the honesty. No problem. <laughs> I mean, I'm being real. Like, we got to get to 1,000 subscribers so we can, you know, because this is this is a journey right now. And it's an interesting journey because this is at some point likely going to be, you know, kind of like the full-time thing or at least part of the full-time thing. So I'd love for you guys to kind of support the channel and uh, subscribe if you haven't subscribed already. And let's see, one more comment. What does it say? <laughs> Elbow cough. Depends on the content. Okay, well, I'm talking about for podcasting. If we're talking about, you know, my other videos on this channel where I give tips and tricks on how to do different things, those will continue to be pre-recorded because it just makes more sense for it to be. But in terms of just the podcast, speaking of different topics around dating, sex, and situationships, is the preference for live or for pre-recorded? And you're going to be the last person, Nanny. You let me know 
what your preference is, and then I'll go from there. Live. So that's three for live and one for pre-recorded. So I'll continue to come on live and I'll have a specific time that I come on. I'll let you all know, and I'll definitely give you the heads up earlier in the day of when you can expect the the live to come on. But it's always going to be on Tuesdays and it's always going to be in the afternoon at some point. I might change it to the evening, but for now, it's going to be in the afternoon and I'll give you guys a heads up at least a few hours in advance so you can prepare and get ready to join me on the live next time. All right. So this is the Sex Mechanic Podcast, and I appreciate you all for being here. And I'll talk to you next time. Later.